Morning, beautiful people. Before we get started, a quick request. I'm thinking of building a course teaching all my secrets to leading technical teams as a non-techie. I've learned lots the hard way, been successful, and want to share this with you to give you an unfair advantage. But I need to know what your biggest challenges on leading technical people are. So please click to a 30-second survey about leading. This will be hugely appreciated. Thanks a mil. For seven years, leadership was a total mystery to me. One day it would feel natural and easy. The next it would feel foreign and completely overwhelming. Months passed. Years, even. I was practising the skills all the time. I started to wonder if the phrase, leaders are born, not made, was really true. Maybe there was no blueprint. Maybe there was no secret to becoming an accomplished leader. It really got me down. But this is wrong. Just like everything in life, coupled with hard work, there is a pattern to success. Having a quarter-life crisis helped me crack the code. Every Sunday, the blues about going back to work the next day was crippling. It was horrendous. I couldn't go on like this. Anxiety. Overwhelm. Fear. For the most part, my whole weekend was worried about going back to work. This was a one-way street to a world of trouble. And that's where I ended up. Between a rock and a hard place. Stay in the good job and be deeply unhappy, or make a change, no matter how scary it felt. This is easier said than done. I started looking at all the options. Stay where I was. Find a new job. Quiet quit, although I wouldn't allow myself to do this, or quit with nothing to go to. And what transpired? Something changed. Good, bad or indifferent, things started moving. After a few weeks of mental torture, I started to see clearly. If you say no, nothing will change. Overcoming fear and staying true to yourself is the blueprint for success. The truth is, it all relies on you. Success lies at the crossroads between experience and opportunity, they say. There is a reason for all this, though. The blueprint for leadership is frustratingly simple. It's people that overcomplicate it. That's us, by the way. So the question is, how do we use this blueprint to be better leaders? And that's what today's newsletter is all about. Spoiler alert, the blueprint is all about authenticity. The key here is to find out what authenticity means to you. I know that sounds easier said than done. That's why I've included five steps to help you find your authentic leadership style. Quick hint, at the core of leadership is self-awareness. The act of reflecting on ourselves will take you a long way. It really forces you to recognise how your interests and goals align to those around you. This is to understand why they matter. So let's dive in. Step one. Explore your values through reflection. Every decision you've ever made can be traced back to your values. Yet surprisingly, few people can actually clearly articulate what their core values are. To help get you started, I wrote a LinkedIn post to help determine which values are important to you. You can find the link here. There is also a free value sheet to help you. If you want to learn what really makes you tick, you need to spend some time observing yourself and learning from those observations. Become a scientist of yourself, if you will. Go through a process of recording and analysing your observations. These are incredible insights as to what is important to you. This information is gold dust. It helps you identify your leadership moral compass, but also larger themes in life. Step 2. Ask for feedback. There is no doubt that asking for feedback can be scary, but actively solicitating feedback on a regular basis puts you at an advantage. What's the best way to do this? Try messaging 10 people in your life, both at work and at home, and ask them to send you three words that best describe you. 
But what happens if you receive something that is painful or upsetting? I mean, there's always a risk that this could happen, but should be negated through the right delivery. This is where reflection comes in. Make a note of any feelings which arise when receiving the feedback and do some thinking on this. What triggered it? Does it hurt because it's true? Remember, feedback is just one person's opinion at that point in time. Step three, enhance your listening. There is absolutely no doubt that authentic leaders are listening Jedis. As the cheesy phrase goes, we were given two ears and one mouth for a reason. The first step is developing the skill to simply keep quiet. Don't speak. I know it sounds obvious, but hold your tongue. You will learn much, much more when others speak more than when you do. Pro tip. When the other person stops speaking, count to five in your head before you respond. Don't rush the count. Yes, it will be uncomfortable, but that's the point. It will give the other person more time to think and likely mean the discussion is more fruitful. Step four. Code of ethics. Simply put, what are you committing to? What are your non-negotiables? What lines won't you cross even if it were to cost you your job? These are tough questions. But wouldn't you rather have the answer and not need it, than need it and not have the answer? Investing time in and working out what is your code is time well spent. If you want to know my leadership code of ethics, I've defined my eight principles which are non-negotiable. You can see them here. Step five, be vulnerable. This is not about crying in meetings, but giving fair and dutiful consideration to all points of view. Ensuring you don't surround yourself in an echo chamber is crucial for growth as a leader. Pro tip. When in meetings and views are being raised, try this. Make a point of asking at least three follow-up questions. This is to better understand a team member's point of view before making a judgment. It is important to understand what counter views mean and why they are important. That said, it is equally as important to focus on what unites team members. By bringing strong unified values to a lofty vision can lead to great things. These are the five steps that I would highly encourage you to use to become an authentic leader. Till next week. Cheers.